What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Great Iron Fantasy Football Podcast. Today is Thursday, September 24th, 2020, and I am Chip. I'm your host, and thank you so much for listening today. If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining us as well. If you'd like to share and support our podcast, you can find us over on Google and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and now we're on Amazon Music. If you'd like to watch our podcast, you can watch our podcast over on YouTube at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So please don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Now on today's podcast, we're going to be going over the Thursday night, Thursday night matchup, the Dolphins versus the Jags. Um, but before we get into all of that, I'm going to want to go through all of the news that's taking place right now in week three. Um, it's been a busy week with a lot of injuries, a lot of players that are out. Obviously, everyone heard the news of, you know, obviously Saquon Barkley being out with the ACL tear. Uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey's going to be out for four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. So a lot of things taking place. We have Devontae Freeman who got signed by the by the New York Giants um, earlier in the week. So, you know, it's one of those things where, unfortunately, this is what happens in the NFL and unfortunate, you know, circumstances with the injuries that take place to star players. But... So on today's episode, we're going to be previewing the Thursday night football game, the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Miami Dolphins. And this is going to be a very interesting game because generally, uh, when you think about this game, we're like kind of a dud in the sense of the two teams that are playing because you got two teams that, from a record standpoint, are not doing very well. But the Jacksonville Jaguars are a very interesting team to watch. They did a very good job in week two keeping um, Tennessee close. And unfortunately, they were unable to win that game. But you know, Garden Minshew looks good and, you know, the rest of that team is 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 coming around. So they're not playing like a team that's trying to get for, you know, Trevor Lawrence. But before we get into that game, uh, let's go over some of the news that's taking place. You know, we know that obviously like Saquon Barkley, he's going to be on IR because of a torn ACL. He's going to have surgery in a few weeks um, to repair that. So he should be able to have enough time to be able to come back strong for next season. You know, typically the ACL recovery based on the person, based on the surgery, um, it could be nine to 12 months based on, you know, how everything goes. So Saquon Barkley, he's a freak athlete. He's a, just a freakish human being. So I have no, no question that he'll be back for, you know, 2021 in full health and ready to go. Um, we know Christian McCaffrey, he's on IR right now with, uh, the designation to return. He'll be back in six to eight weeks. So Mike Davis is the guy that's going to take the the role there until McCaffrey comes back. But, you know, back to the New York Giants, I mean, you know, we know that in the waiver wire this week, Deion Luce was a hot commodity and we saw that, you know, people were going after him and then the Giants went out and signed Devontae Freeman. So I'm kind of curious on how they're going to use Deion Lewis. Uh, we all know there was some talk about, you know, Wayne Gallman being another option. We know Freeman is not going to be able to take a lot of snaps because he just is, you know, just got to New York and he is learned the offense. So I can see him getting a few snaps here and there, but it looks like the snap count would be between Wayne Gallman and Deion Lewis. Not really sure how that's going to play out between those two, because we saw in Indianapolis when Hines was the hot commodity, you know, for a week after the week one uh, matchups, he didn't do anything in week two. So I'm nervous that this may happen in Deion Lewis, where a lot of people spent a lot of their fab budget on Hines or on Hines and on Lewis. And then, may not get the the hope that they need in the sense of fancy, you know, production. So we'll see what happens. But going on to some of the injury news that's taking place uh, this week, uh, very weird story coming out of Los Angeles with the Chargers. Uh, we all knew that like Tyrod Taylor was out on Sunday from a surprising, like a surprising, like inactive because we saw Justin Herbert start. We had no idea why he was starting and there wasn't any, 
any news on what was going on. And now we come to realize that he was actually getting a pain injection shot when the doctor accidentally punctured his lung, which which, which collapsed the lung, which caused him to have to go get some medical attention and all that. So very, very weird story. I'd never heard of that before in a sense of like a football player having, um, you know, a pain injection and all of a sudden it punctures the lung and causes the the issues that Tyrod Taylor is having. But um, as of right now, the Chargers are going to are going to start Justin Herbert. But I hope that Tyrod Taylor is going to be fine. He should have a full recovery, but it just sucks that every time he has an opportunity to start, something happens to him where he can't start and then he loses his starting job. But it looks like Anthony Lynn in Los Angeles really wants to have Tyrod Taylor, you know, start. So it depends on, you know, how long it takes for him to recover. But hopefully Tyrod Taylor is fine after, you know, a few weeks. But um, just a very interesting and just weird, you know, weird, you know, story going out in you know, Los Angeles. So and, and then on the other side of on Los Angeles, there's Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers. On Wednesday, they both did not practice. And when you see a lot of these practice reports on Wednesday, generally this is veterans rest. Usually a lot of these guys who get banged up on Sunday and Monday usually have Wednesday to kind of rest their body. So really you want to pay attention to what goes on Thursday and Friday because that's our, those are the two days where those you know players who are on the injury report for this week, their involvement in practice determines obviously what they do on Sunday if they're activated or not. So I, I expect the guys on this list, majority of these guys are going to play, but you never know based on what's going on. So, uh, and this is, you know, pertains to like now going on to Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller, you know, Josh Jacobs injured his hip on Monday night. And then Darren Waller apparently is dealing with a, a, a knee ailment. You know, with that being the case, you know, it, Josh Jacobs came back into the game. So he injured his, his, his leg in the fourth quarter. He got stretched out on the sideline and then he went back and finished the game. So I don't expect this to be a, a thing that was going to cause Josh Jacobs to miss any time, but just something to look at just in case something does change throughout the week. And then obviously Michael Thomas, he did not practice on Wednesday. No one expects him to play on Sunday. He looks like that injury is going to take some time to heal. So Michael Thomas will be out again in week three. And then Kenny Galladay, finally a, a, a kind of a hope of Kenny Galladay being able to play on Sunday. You know, he finally practiced a little bit on Wednesday. It was limited, but at least he was there out there practicing. So hopefully he has a better participation on Thursday and Friday. So it gives us a clearer indication if he's going to play on Sunday. And then Julio Jones, um, I mentioned this in the podcast uh, on Tuesday, is that you know I I think there's something more going on with Julio Jones that people you know didn't realize. And then even Dirk Cutter, the you know the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, really kind of said that saying, look, I think Julio Jones kind of held things back and didn't really tell us how bad the injury was because the way he's starting off the season, he definitely is not the Julio Jones of what we know. So there's some type of ailment there. So if you're able to get Russell Gage off your waiver wire this week, he may be a very good play because Julio Jones doesn't seem to be healthy and just continue to look at the practice reports to determine like if he's going to play or not. And then George Kittle, this is going to be an interesting thing that happens on Sunday as well. George Kittle didn't practice on Wednesday, which like I was saying, like those are going to be things that happen on Wednesdays with veterans. But a story came out on, on Wednesday that he could be held out of Sunday's game against the New York Giants because the NF, uh, the New York uh, or the San Francisco 49ers played the New York Jets on Sunday and a lot of injuries took place. And then the 49ers have to go back to the same stadium, MetLife Stadium, to play the New York Giants. And they're fearful, the San Francisco 49ers are fearful that the field conditions 
cause a lot of these injuries. So they wanted NFL officials to look at the actual field to determine if it was playable to have the game on Sunday. And George Kittle dealing with a knee injury already. The 49ers are probably going to play this smart and not play George Kittle on that field because we don't want to see him go out for the season either. So with that being the case, if you have Jordan Reed on your roster, if you're a George Kittle owner, you're able to get Jordan Reed, hold on to Jordan Reed because there's a chance that he may be starting if George Kittle is going to be inactive. So just something interesting to look at, you know, throughout the week. And then in Pittsburgh, Juju and uh, Deontay Johnson both had a practice on Wednesday. You know, Juju's dealing with the knee. Dante Johnson has been dealing with a toe, you know, the last couple of weeks he has a toe injury, but he played last week. So, you know, he had a good game and I think that he'll, he'll still play this week, but just like I said, always something to monitor. And then this is an unfortunate story out of Philadelphia, Jalen Rager, the rookie wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. He tore his UCL, which is the owner collateral, uh, owner collateral ligament that's in your thumb. Um, same injury that Drew Brees had. So Drew Brees missed five games because of it. You know, Rager, because he's a wide receiver, he could miss less time because of it. But it just sucks because he's such a promising wide receiver. He had all the tools to be able to be the number one for Philadelphia. And unfortunately, he's just unable to um, make that happen. So um, if you have him on your roster, hopefully you have an IR spot to stash him. But I had to drop him because I don't I don't have an IR spot that I could have put him on. So I went ahead and dropped him and I picked up Mike, you know, Mike Williams. So um, just one of those things is unfortunate. Hopefully he, you know, is able to have somewhat of a decent rookie season after injury. Um, and then last, you know, Tennessee Titans wide receiver AJ Brown did not practice again on Wednesday. So it's not looking good that he's gonna play on on Sunday. So that being the case, if you're able to pick up Corey Davis or Adam Humphreys. You know, those are two guys that you could plug and play if you need the wide receiver help, if you don't have anybody you know, else to put in there. But, you know, it sucks. I'm an A.J. Brown owner. I have him in two of my main leagues, and I love him. He's one of my favorite players to watch. So um, it's just unfortunate. But now going into the Thursday night matchup, you got the Dolphins visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is a game that the Jags are favored by three points. They have an over-under of 47. And, you know, Every matchup of the week, I go through all the matchups and I, I give you who I think are good starts, um, players that you can play in the flex, the boom bust players that you could try to play to see if you get a good game out of them. And then there's sits for for these games. And today I'm just going to preview, the, obviously, the Thursday night football game. Um, so in this game, I think the starts in this game is Garden Minshew. I think he starts off with this list of a guy that you can play. I think Garden Minshew is having a great season. You know, he's so far in the, in the first two weeks of the season, he's been, a, you know, he's been a French QB one, you know, he had a great game against the Titans. And I think, you know, Gardner Minshew is proving people wrong that he's a decent football player that, you know, from a fancy standpoint, he's a guy that definitely is becoming a streamable guy weekly and even starting, you know, every week. And especially obviously if you're in a two quarterback league, you're starting Gardner Minshew. There's no reason not to start him. He's giving you every reason to start him. Um, I'm a, I'm a person that if I owned him in a league, I'm starting him until he tell, he shows me I can't play him, you know? So right now, Garden Minshew, he's in my lineup if I'm in, in a two quarterback league. And if I'm in a one quarterback league, this is a good matchup where I think you'll be happy with Gar- what Garden Minshew does this, you know, this week. And then another guy that I think is a start is DJ Chark. I think if you draft the DJ Chark in your draft, you know, based on your strategies, uh, either your, you know, wide receiver one or your wide receiver two. But the downside to this is that he is dealing with the injury. So you got to be careful on who you, you know, who you have going in your, on your roster, because if he just surprisingly is not going to be active for week three, hopefully you have somebody to replace him. But 
it, there's no indication that he is not going to play. I think they just give him a lot of, you know, load management just to help, you know, with his injury. But I think DJ Chark plays. And I think it's a good matchup against the Dolphins where I think he should have a good game. And then James Robinson, I think he's a start too. I think that he's shown the last two weeks. He's definitely the lead back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's gained the majority of the carries. He is he's catching passes. I mean, last week he had 21, you know, PPR points. So James Robinson is a guy that I can I definitely have feel I feel comfortable playing now because he's shown me that he he's definitely the lead back in the you know the Jacksonville Jaguars backfield. And then the tight end position, I think in this game is a must start is Mike Jasicki. Had a great game against the Buffalo Bills, you know, last week. He led the Dolphins with target share and with, you know, overall receiving. Um, you know, like I said, you know, in my my earlier podcast in the week that Chain Gelly loves using their tight ends in the slot. And Mike Chisiki is having a big target share. He's leading the Dolphins with target share. He is, like, I think has like 79% of his snaps in the slot. So they're going to find mismatches. And I think that this is going to be a great a game for Mike Chisiki. Um, when it comes to my flex options for this week, you know, Devontae Parker is one of those guys. Devontae Parker does have a good matchup. You know, he he's playing against Trey Herden, who's the Jacksonville Jaguars slot guy. He out, out of all the three wide receivers for the Miami Dolphins, he has the best matchup if this is the guy he gets lined up to, you know, with throughout the game. But, you know, with that being the case, he had a good game last week. He had a touchdown and he was going against Tredavious White. So going against one of the shutdown corners in the league, he had a decent game. Um, and then when it comes to a flex a flex option as well is Miles Gaskin. You know, Miles Gaskin has been having good has been having a good season so far. You know, everyone's talking about Jordan, you know, Jordan Howard and, my, and Matt Breida. But if you look at what's going on with Miami, Gaskins has been leading the the Miami backfield. You know, he right now has 16 carries for you know 86 yards. So not big big numbers, but it's the workload that he's getting. So. You know, he's averaging yards per attempt is 5.4. So he's definitely getting the, you know, the job done. You know, he's missing, you know, he's, he's forcing five missed tackles so so far this year. So I think this guy is someone that you can play uh, when it comes to receiving. He's a PPR guy. So right now, you know, there's only two guys that have 10 plus, you know, receiving uh, receptions in, you know, this season. That's Miles Gaskin and Zach, that's Alvin Kamara. So you look at that. I mean, he, he has 10 receptions for 62 yards. So I think this is a guy that, is a very undervalued guy so far. I think he's a guy that you definitely can play in your flex if you need the help. If you're a guy who lost McCaffrey or Barkley and you weren't unable to get Deion Lewis, you're not get, you're able to get Daryl Henderson, you weren't able to get you know Mike Davis, Gaskin is another guy. You, if you really need the running back help, you can probably put him in your flex and feel comfortable about that. So um, he's a guy that I think uh, deserves to be looked at for this week. And then my boom bust players for this game, you know Preston Williams. I'm a big fan of Preston Williams, but he's just not looking as good this year. Um, he's a guy that I may have to play in my own league because I lost Jalen Rager. I'll have AJ Brown on my bench because of an injury. So we played three wide receivers. So, um, I may have to play either. I, my options are Alan Lazard, Mike Williams, or, or Preston Williams. And right now I think Preston Williams has the, the better, you know, better matchup. So he may be a guy that I'm playing. Um, but it's just one of those things that it's, it's a hit or miss. These, this is why I put these guys in this, in this section, because, you just never know what's going to happen. You could, you know, you have expectation if he does not do anything, you knew that was probably was going to be the case. But if he has a great game, obviously it helps your your fantasy week. So um, another guy is the Jacksonville Jaguars second wide receiver, Lavisca uh, Chenault Jr. Um, he's a rookie wide receiver who's so far the second wide receiver of the Jacksonville Jaguars who has had a decent season. Um, I think it's a guy that you could play if you need the, the help at wide receiver if you're playing in a deeper league. 
Um, and I think you can play Keelan Cole, Keelan Cole too. He's a, one of the hot, you know, hot, you know, waiver wire pickups this week. And I think if you look at what's going on through across the board for the Miami, for the Miami or for the Jacksonville Jaguars is that they all have favorable matchups across the board. So I think that who, who regardless of who you have on your team, I think they're a good play because I mean, both Jacksonville and Miami have bad pass defense and bad total defense. So like, I think this is a game where you may see a lot of a high scoring game because they can't guard anybody. So um, I think it'll be a very interesting game to kind of see what happens with these guys. But, you know, like I said, it's a Thursday night game. We rarely get good Thursday night games. I mean, last week, the Browns versus the Bengals was a very, I mean, one of the very first like Thursday night games was very fun to watch. So who knows how ugly this game will be. But with with the bad defenses on both sides of the ball and with, you know, the Miami Dolphins have a bad secondary where it makes favorable matches for the Jacksonville Jaguars, it could be a high scoring game in the sense where the game scripts may be beneficial, um, you know, for the Dolphins if the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know, take a lead and the, the Dolphins have to play from behind. Um, a guy that I'm going to sit in this game, uh, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick's one of those guys. He's, unless you're in a two quarterback league, you know, it's one of those things where you're not going to play him. Um, but he he definitely has some stream appeal this week uh, based on the matchup. But I'll look for better options rather than playing Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I know if you're desperate, if you really need the help. Um, but there hasn't been any really quarterbacks out there that have been entered this year. So you should be able to have a better option to start than Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then I'm I'm benching Matt Breida and Jordan Howard. I'm not gonna mess I'm not gonna mess with that backfield other than I think I'm gonna play Gaskin if I need to. But you know, other than Jordan Howard getting the goal line carries, I think that you know this is a these are two guys I'm not gonna play. You could probably you can probably go ahead and drop those two guys because I think Gaskin's got at some point gonna just take over the role completely. But you know, that being the case, I mean that is that is my preview for the Thursday night football game. Um, I think I, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars win this pretty easily. So, uh, you know, that's that's it for today. If you have any questions for start and sits for week three, uh, my email is chip at gridironfantasyfootball.com. I'll leave that down in the description. But uh, on, you know, on Friday, I'll be going over the rest of the matchups for a week for week three with along with my starts and sits. So thank you so much for listening today. Um, please like, comment and share this podcast on the next episode. Like I said, I'll be going over the the, the rest of the week three matchups. But don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of those episodes. And if you'd like to follow us on, on social media, you can find us over on Twitter and or Twitter and Facebook at the Gridiron Pod and then on Instagram at Gridiron Fantasy Football. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys have a fun. Hope that the Thursday night game goes well for you. If you have to play anybody, and hope that you start off your fantasy week with uh, a lot of points. So have a good day and take care.